Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys are having a great day, week, everything so far. Um, we are on Wednesday, Wednesday evening recording this, um, the same day as a Corey Davis retirement announcement, so definitely wanted to start with that. Um, as Corey Davis announced on Instagram that uh, he's going to be retiring from the NFL, Um you know, kind of, you know, kind of out of nowhere for Jets fans. I feel like, you, you know, obviously you respect his decision, um, everything that goes along with that. Hopefully Corey's doing all right. Um, hopefully everything's good with his family. Um, and obviously he, um, you know, I thought he, he played well with the Jets. He's a really good character guy, uh, really good in the locker room. And, you know, the Jets seem to really like him. Uh, Robert Saul speaks highly of him. So, you know, wish Corey nothing but the best. Um, sincerely moving forward. Um from a Jets standpoint, I feel like they are in a spot where they lack a little bit of depth at wide receiver. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, Corey was going to be a major contributor this year or anything. I, he, he was going to contribute. Corey's a very good player, um, solid guy uh, who, you know, was going to be a wide receiver four on this team. Um, and really, you know, attack, he attacks the football. He, 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 he's a big body guy, possession guy, much like Alan Lazard. Um, so that's when, you know, when they signed Lazard, you would think that I, I kind of thought, and many Jets fans thought, I feel like that Corey Davis's numbers in green, you know, um, Corey Davis's days in green were numbered. Um, but as of right now, it seems like, you know, obviously Corey Davis, the retirement announcement, everything, um, that goes along with that. And then Alan Lazard um, on the Jets here as a wide receiver too. Um, you know, it seems like the Jets are going to use Lazard more of that Corey Davis type, right? The possession guy, um, able to snag the football up high. Um, and, you know, be, be that more of a big body guy on slant routes, in routes, um, and just be, you know, everything to complement Garrett Wilson because that's basically what this offense is going to be about, right? It's just getting Garrett Wilson open um, in space and Alan Lazard doing some of that dirty work um, on the in slants, outs, you know, all that stuff, flags, posts, all that, all that good stuff. Um, Alan Lazard's a pretty good route runner. Uh, so so was Corey Davis, honestly. He, he was a pretty good route runner as well um, during his time at Tennessee and on the Jets. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, it's sad. It's sad to see Corey go because I really did value him. Uh, you know, as a player, as a person, um, you know, just kind of getting to know him vicariously through the screen, obviously on Twitter, Instagram, and just the videos that the Jets post. Um, he seemed to really, you know, grasp that veteran personality um, and kind of emulate that throughout the locker room. It kind of felt like, right, he, he had that calming presence about himself um, on the Jets. And, you know, it, it's, um, you know, D- Davis leaving – um, I don't think it's a testament to the Jets at all. I, I think, you know, they, they wanted him back. Um, Robert Saul said uh, via Connor Hughes that, um, you know, the Jets will will welcome him back if he ever chooses to play again because in his, in his uh, retirement letter, he actually used, um, I believe, the word stepping away. So it's not, um, you know, maybe a official, official retirement from Corey Davis, but it seems like at this, at this time his mind is on – um, something else other than football. So as of right now, definitely respect his decision. Um, you know, Davis is a man's man. Um, you know, he, he's he's everything you want in a receiver, honestly, in, in terms of personality, um, you know, body type, kind of everything. Um, and Davis definitely will be missed, uh, you know, on the Jets. I, I feel like, you know, his tenure here was, um, 
you know, it, it was good, obviously, battling some injuries throughout the couple of years that he was here. But um, overall, I like Davis on the Jets. Good personality. Great guy. Um, wishing him nothing but the best, you know, um, in the future, uh, in his future endeavors. So um, with that said, uh, you know, going a little bit over the wide receivers, Garrett Wilson, obviously, Alan Lazard, Miko Hardman, Randall Cobb. Um, Jason Brownlee now and Xavier Gibson. So the Jets do have some decisions to make at receiver now that Davis is gone. Um, do they keep Gibson and Brownlee? Um, because you would think that it would have kept maybe one or maybe one of them or none of them, honestly, before Davis's uh, departure here. Um, but it seems like you know both of them could be in line for a roster spot. Um, you keep Gibson obviously because of his returnability on special teams. Um, you would likely keep. Brownlee because you don't want him to get scooped up by another team basically um obviously him passing through waivers a team would have to spend a 53 um man roster spot on him uh so it obviously wouldn't be a practice squad spot from another team or anything like that but it's definitely important I think to keep a guy around who is fleshed in camp uh you know has gotten incrementally better um in the preseason and I thought he played relatively well uh against the Buccaneers uh, we will recap that game a little bit more in a second, but um, it, it looks as though, you know, Brownlee and Gibson could stick now that Corey Davis is gone. So it's going to be very interesting. A lot of roster decisions, a lot of important ones coming up for Joe Douglas and co. So definitely we'll be tracking all that on the Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan. If you guys are not already following over there, I'm sure you are if you already uh, found this podcast. But um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting, all, all the roster cuts and things coming post Giants game on Saturday and with that said I did want to jump into a quick recap of that Buccaneers game and what I thought was pretty um you know standout-ish in terms of the players in terms of the defense offense special teams things of that nature so we will start with the offense um Zach Wilson getting the first half of snaps and had that electric 35 yard run um not running out of bounds but it's all right uh, and not all right to Rogers and the uh, and the coaching staff, but it's all right to the fans to see that electric run. And uh, um, yeah, it was just fun to watch Zach. I think he, you know, you, you could see him getting better. You could see him feeling a little more comfortable in the pocket. Um, even though, uh, you know, there are definitely improvements to be made. I thought he played decent, honestly. Um, I don't think it was anything special, but I think Zach is playing the way that Jets want him to, right within the offense. Nothing too crazy, even though it's preseason. You still want to see him run the offense to the potential of, you know, what you could do while standing in the pocket and kind of throwing on a dime, right? You, you want to see what he could do um, without pressure in his face, you know, actually running the offense rather than running for your life. Um, and I think that's what Zach has been operating under, the assumption of, you know, him being able to be protected in the pocket and throwing, you know, good passes down the middle of the field. You know, I feel like Zach Wilson... Over the past couple of seasons, now the play calling hasn't been phenomenal in the preseason, obviously, because it's pretty vanilla. But over the past few seasons, you could definitely see Zach kind of running out of the pocket, getting nervous, getting, you know, tempted to kind of run past the sticks um, instead of throwing it, um, you know, with his arm, right? But Rodgers, I think, reiterated that he wanted to see Zach use his legs a little bit, um, kind of get loose, you know, run for a few yards. And, you know, I think it works for him. You know, Zach's play style is more running gun, right? He's going to run out of the pocket in the play action. Um, and kind of just gun it to the nearest receiver, right? That's kind of Zach's play style. Um, he's not the best pocket passer, to be honest. He's better outside of the numbers. So I think, you know, Wilson is, you know, definitely coming along. I think under Rogers' tutelage, I think he's going to, you know, continue to develop right this year. And if he ever has to come into a game, uh, knock on wood forbid, um, 
I think he'll be decent, right? I think you want to see the Wilson from the Buffalo game. You want to see him from the Green Bay game last year, the Miami game, right? Play within the offense. Don't do anything too stupid. In the regular season, you kind of just hold this offense afloat. Um, if it ever gets to that point, which again, knock on wood, I hope it doesn't. So, you know, <laughs> we're, we're, we're at a point where we're talking about the backup quarterback. Um, we'll talk about this further, but I mean, at this point, it's Aaron Rodgers' show. And again, uh, Rodgers is going to be starting. I'm sure you've seen it already, but uh, on Saturday against the Giants, um, an interesting decision from Robert Sala and the coaching staff. I feel like Rodgers definitely had some input here. Um, I mean, he did. He said in his press conference that he had a long conversation with Coach Sala, and they came to the agreement that starting in this preseason game would probably be the best interest of both of them um, and the entire team in general, right? Because you don't want Rodgers' first snap on you know the MetLife turf to be on 9-11 uh, Monday Night Football against the Bills, right? You kind of want him to have some experience already. Um, you know, under the lights at MetLife Stadium at 6 p.m. on Saturday, um, the majority of starters on offense will play per Coach Sala. I'm not sure if that includes Garrett Wilson. Um, does not include Brees Hall, Dwayne Brown, who's off the pup list, by the way. Um, Dalvin Cook, none of those guys. But, you know, the rest of the starters, AVT, Lakin, um, McGovern, will all play, you know, on the offensive line. Um, and Mekhi Becton at right tackle as well, who will be starting the game as well at right tackle, which is a huge development, just a huge storyline for Becton. And you got to feel great for the guy um, who's been just been grinding his ass off, honestly, quite frankly, throughout the offseason. Um, and he's finally getting a chance to prove himself at that right tackle spot. So hopefully he can snag that as we get into the uh, the real dog days of summer here as training camp kind of winds down, to be honest, uh, entering the final preseason game of the 2023 season onto the regular season soon enough, but um, we're almost there. It, it's It's been a long ride, honestly. It's been a very long, um, you know, feels like tedious ride, but we are almost at the regular season. Um, September 11th is only a few weeks away. I'm sure you guys are getting in your fantasy drafts, um, you know, as well that all other uh, good stuff that comes with, uh, you know, the NFL season. So, should be an exciting time to be a Jets fan this season. Um, you know, the past few seasons, obviously, uh, we've been recording this podcast now for about two years. Um, and, you know, yeah, we're, we're, we're finally getting a season where it's able to, where we're able to uh, watch intently with, uh, with an attitude of winning every game, right? And I think that's the most important thing. Um, as we enter 2023, it's not that we have to look, you know, look forward to teams that, oh, man, this is going to be a hard week. Um, you know, this is not the week for us. Maybe next week we're playing a kind of a tough team. You know, you feel like other teams are kind of looking at the Jets that way now, right? So it's kind of a you're a little more comfortable with the you know the roster you have, the coaching staff, the front office, the quarterback, um, the Hall of Fame level quarterback that you're uh, you're going to be in every game. So um, that's a big piece of it as well. But with that said, just jumping right back to the Bucks game, wanted to recap one or two more players and then call it a day. Um, Joe Tittman, who played a little bit of guard uh, on Saturday and moved to center, I believe, later in the game, I thought played decent. Um, the Jets love the vers- versatility, obviously, which really isn't as, comes as a surprise as Joe Douglas is the general manager, um, and he likes his linemen to have some serious versatility, um, especially at that guard spot, so they're able to maneuver along the interior. And Joe Tittman brings that, right? You know, I feel like the Jets are going to start the season with the line of Dwayne Brown, Lincoln Tomlinson, Connor McGovern, uh, Elijah Barry Tucker and Mekhi Becton, but you know, forbid again if one of those guards go down for a week or two, Tittman can probably slide back, you know, right in there and kind of take over for a couple weeks if need be. Uh, you have Wes Schweitzer um, on the interior as well, 
and obviously Max Mitchell and Billy Turner, who are your backup tackles, um, not your starters. Um, you know, thankfully you're not. I feel like the Jets are in a really good spot uh, now with their tackles. If, you know, Makai obviously stays healthy, Dwayne Brown comes back from that shoulder um, and looks the way he did last season, we should be in good shape um, at the bookends. And, yeah, it should be uh, an average offensive line at the minimum, honestly, with this lineup. I feel like you have a good – um, group of personnel uh, on the offensive line. It's just really all about meshing before that September 11th game, so you have a couple of weeks there. Um, you hope everyone stays healthy uh, leading up to that game so you get all the practice you have. Um, Dwayne Brown, obviously not in team drills, but looking to participate a little more tomorrow. Um, AVT, Lakin back in team drills as well. So the vibes are flowing. Um, the good vibes are definitely here, and we're, uh, we're entering um, the territory of urgency right and i think rogers touched on that in his press conference where it's the end of august almost early september uh labor day weekend's coming up you gotta kind of act with some urgency act with the um the sense that you're playing a, a regular season game in three weeks uh, at metlife stadium on 9 11 at 8 20 p.m um so it's going to be loud it's going to be electric and i'm hoping to hear the jets fans bring some energy on saturday unfortunately i'm not going to be at that game um i did make it out to a couple training camp practices which were super fun um got to see a bunch of jets fans there which is awesome um but no preseason game for me on saturday so if you can take some videos pictures send them over to new york jets game plan on instagram i'd be happy to post them um and yeah it should be a pretty cool game hopefully the stadium's packed loud amped up uh for rogers first start in green preseason or not it's gonna feel like a regular season game for the jets you know with the personnel they're putting out there so it should be fun uh, regardless of you know the preseason antics or not. So with that said, um, I'm going to go ahead and end it there. That's about a 14-minute ep. I will see you guys next week with another episode um, of the Game Plan Pod. Touch on you know a little bit of a recap of the Giants game, preview of the season, um, what to look for in roster cuts and all the things of that nature. And uh, yeah, um, any veteran additions to wide receiver, I'm sure will likely be talked about on Wednesday's pod as well. If the Jets were to make any, I feel like it's it's the Wednesday wide receiver um, show for the Jets. I feel like wide receiver moves always happen on Wednesday. I believe it was the Jet Press who posted um, on Twitter that Elijah Moore got traded on a Wednesday. Corey Davis now retires on a Wednesday. Um, and I believe there was one more in there. So, um, yeah, I mean, with, with further ado, I'm going to go ahead and pause it there. See you guys next week for another episode of the Game Plan Pod.